0: and even stand-up comedy so be sure to find and follow these great arts podcasts today now back to your regularly scheduled programming
1: hello this is
0: siri and you're listening to my favorite podcast not real art i live for this shit because it's totally lit Not Real Art, the podcast. Man one in the house. Hello. What up? What up? What up? So last time we were chatting, um, you know, you didn't really know what to call me.
1: All right. I know. It's been a while and I figured uh, you may have come up with something by now.
0: Well, you know, last time I was Mr. X, right? Because it was a placeholder. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. And you're probably scratching your head going, what the hell's this issue? Like, what's, what's the fucking big deal? I right. Mean, well, A, your name is Scott Power. So that's kind of an interesting name right there. Mm-hmm. Like, what's so bad about that? Why don't you just go by that? Yeah. You know? And the truth of the matter is, dude, like this whole like exercise of like doing a podcast and coming out, you know, publicly with this <laughs> thing, it's like been like weird for me. Yeah. Like I'm not used to this shit. Right. I like to be incognito. I like to be in the background. I don't like like to be able to sort of, you know, walk around. No one knows my name and stuff. Sure. You could commit great crimes that way. Right. Um, And, you know, when I moved to L.A. in 01 Mm -hmm. from Chicago, I'd lived in Chicago for 31 years. Not once in 31 years had anybody ever asked me, is that your real name? Until I moved to L.A. Oh, really? When I moved to LA in 01 and I went to the DMV or I went to the bank or I went to yeah. wherever to you know, set up my bank account, get my license here in California, yeah, I would say, they would say, well, what's your name? I'd say, my name's Scott Power. they go, oh, that's such a great name. Is that your real name? Yeah. I'm like, yes, it's my real fucking name. <laughs> you know? Mr. Power. Is Mr. that a real Power. name? Mr. Power. Right. Don't call me Powers, asshole. It's yeah. Power. Yeah. Um, so. You know, it apparently uh, has a good stage presence about it since L.A., you know, is is the kind of place where people want good stage names. Right. Um, But, you know, I just have issues. I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to necessarily call myself Scott Power on the podcast. Like, I got you. You have a cool name. You're fucking Man One. (laughs) Man One. I won't even say your real name because your real name, it's cool, but it's not as cool as Man One. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, well, what can I do? <laughs> you know, so it took me a minute. It took me a minute to kind of figure out because, you know, like I just don't want to make up a name like man one. You are man one because that you've honed that. Yeah. Over years. I mean, decades.
1: But er- everyone always calls me that without even knowing. Yeah, that's right. I see them and they're like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. There you they, go. Don't, they don't even they, know your real name. They don't even know it and they know it.
0: Right. So I'm <laughs> um, right. And so, you know, you've earned it and it came naturally. Your story is a great, it's a great story how you got your name man one. And obviously we'll talk about that at some point, but I'm like, I just didn't want to make up a name that didn't matter or that didn't mean anything. Like, you know, so I had to think about it for a minute, you know, like what kind of name would be like meaningful and have some integrity that I could actually like look somebody straight in the face, look, look myself (laughs) in the mirror And say it without laughing or or feeling like a, like a, like a, like a poser or something, you know? Yeah. So is there a drum roll? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's as close as (laughs) it's going to get. So I came up with
1: sourdough. Sourdough.
0: Scott sourdough power. There you go. Now you're scratching your head going, what the fuck? the fuck do you mean sourdough what is up with that <laughs> scott sourdough power i'm intrigued yeah i'm confused but i'm intrigued
1: yeah what's up with sourdough how how well by the way hmm. i i would have never guessed sourdough in a million years
0: that's kind of what's interesting about it right? i
1: wouldn't have guessed it and uh
0: um, and you've known me how long
1: since whatever yeah 15 years yeah
0: Never guessed it.
1: Never guessed it.
0: Yeah. And then when you asked me, you'd be like, what the heck? You know.
1: Yeah, what I does told it mean? You, yeah. Yeah. It's it kind that... of
0: interesting. Right? Yeah. Or not.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's a, it's a it's not a common name. It's yeah. not it's not yeah. something that we no, would have thought of. It's not it's not very street. It's not very street. It's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> it, it's not even like a uh how how could I say it? It's not even sexy. Yeah, no, no. It's it's but it's but it's but it's definitely interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it it, it it may maybe it's a little fucking, you know, like like nerdy and bizarre. Yeah. You know.
1: So so now here's a question. So right. now that you're sourdough Right. officially, yeah, um, are you gonna let people know how you got sourdough or is that or is that I'm gonna
0: break it down for you right now. Oh you are? I'm gonna break it down for you right. right now. Let's hear it. Yeah, that's it. Because, of course, I'm not from San Francisco. I mean, some people might go like, wait a minute. Okay, you know, San Francisco is famous for sourdough. He must be from San Francisco. Yeah. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. Um,
1: and also, if, if, you know, people who listen on the podcast yeah. and hear the name sourdough, they also might think you're some chunky dude. <laughs> yes. And you're not. I don't know.
0: You know, 300 pounds. It's you nice. Know, it's, it's, it's all muscle. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um right. So sourdough. Um, as 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 some people may may know, um, they think of it as a bread. Do you know, sourdough yeah. bread. Yeah. That's what Do I you think know of. why it's called sourdough? Like why sourdough bread is sourdough bread?
1: I have I have no idea. There's there's some No, I don't know. Actually, okay. yeah, All just right. go ahead.
0: So I'm gonna drop some knowledge right Yeah, now. go for okay. it. All right. So sourdough is called sourdough sourdough bread is called sourdough bread because it's made with a leavener it's not made with yeast yeast most bread mm-hmm. is made with a yeast of some kind right like right a starter if you will that and it sort of activates the ingredients to allow the dough to rise and bake and taste good mm-hmm. <clears throat> well sourdough is a kind of leavener a kind of yeast right? it's an it's sort of a gives the the dough it's 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 flavor because right. it's a sour flavor, but it sort of activates the, the, other, rec- the other ingredients to bake the bread. Now, okay. in San Francisco, the reason San Francisco is famous for its sourdough bread is because it has a very distinct and unique flavor that is only found in the Bay Area. Okay. The reason it's only found in the Bay Area is because it is linked to a bacteria. Right, that is only found in the Bay Area. So the sourdough uh, has this bacteria, right, that gives it its unique flavor. Now, what you need to understand about a sourdough starter, a leavener, it's kind of like a, it's it's a living thing.
1: Well, that mar- that much I've, I've heard about. Like okay. It's, it's an, okay, it's a living organism. Right, or it's a
0: living organism. So 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 you use that when you don't have yeast. Yeah, you use sourdough. You add some sourdough st- you call called starter sourdough starter. So you add the sourdough starter, then you add the additional f- ingredients, flour, whatever you make, the dough, you bake the bread or the pancakes or the pizza crust or the beer. You can even make sourdough beer mm. with sourdough starter. right? So why does any of this matter to me? <laughs> right. right. So in 1991, I moved just south of the Arctic Circle. Right. From Chicago. Now you're probably wondering what the hell did you do that for? Well, it was a long, it's a long sordid tale that I won't bother going into right now. But when you're living, you know, essentially off the grid, which we were, we had no electricity, we had no plumbing. We were 500 miles south of the Arctic Circle. We were 120 miles away from the nearest town.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We were 120 miles away from the nearest grocery store, the nearest bakery. And so when you're living off the grid like that, you've got to bake your own bread. Right. Right. And also, when you're living off the grid like that, you're making pancakes, you're making breads, you're just doing all kinds of stuff. Right. Well, sourdough becomes a very useful thing to have when you're living in the middle of freaking nowhere. Right. Right. Okay. So I actually became very good (laughs) at sourdough cooking. Right. And in fact, uh, a publisher once had some of my bread and he was impressed enough to say, you should write a, why don't you write a cookbook sourdough cookbook for us. Right. So believe it or not, fun fact, I am a sourdough cookbook author (laughs) cooking the sourdough way. Huh? It's in its second edition. It's on amazon.com. Wow been on the market since I think the first edition came out in 95 right and so you're looking at a sourdough cooking expert
1: expert okay wow
0: okay now there's a double meaning right because I mentioned I lived up north right right well in Alaska and I wasn't in Alaska I was in northern Canada Right. But mm-hmm. we were still in the Arctic. I mean, you know, 60 below zero in the winter. Sure. Okay. There were polar bears knocking on my door. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: There were moose,
0: you know, uh, walking uh, outside, you know, my my cabin walls. Um, and so uh, in Alaska, back in the gold rush and all that stuff, you know, you had all these city folk coming up there looking for their fortune. Mm-hmm and they were green they were greenhorns they were wet behind the ears they didn't know how they didn't know sh- shit from shinola about how to go live in the in, in alaska right okay well the locals there they called those guys Chachacos. they were like they were chichacos? Green, chichacos they were greenhorns i like that yeah? yeah yeah they were greenhorns okay Okay. well you're all you know i was a chichaco yeah. when i moved to canada okay right well a year later Right or years later, after you live there and you and you earn your stripes and you pay your dues and you you know learn some lessons, you know you become a vet, you become a seasoned vet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in Alaska, the old timers, the guys that have been there a few seasons, they're called sourdoughs. Oh, really? They're called sourdoughs.
1: How do you go from chachaco to sourdough?
0: That I do not know. <laughs> That I do not know, but the old guys, the old timers, who yeah. know their way around, you know, the backcountry, who understand right. how to survive off the land, how to, you know, hunt for their meat, bake a, bake some bread, make some sourdough pancakes. Right, they're called sourdoughs. Oh wow! Right. So you may not know this; most of our listeners don't know this. Yeah, but you are sitting across from a sourdough. From a sourdough, right. I can make sourdough. But I can make sourdough because I can also live off the land in the middle of nowhere in the Arctic, if I so choose. Been there, done that. Not necessarily going to do it again. Yeah, I hope not. But uh, that's why I've chosen sourdough as my pseudonym. So it's actually like a, a, a badge of honor. Well, uh, you know, I'll leave that to you to say that. But yes, I, I take it as an honor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Yeah. you're not a Chachaco. No, I'm not a Chachaco. No, look, there's something to be said. For knowing how to start a fire in the rain You know There's a certain I couldn't do it A lot of people can't
1: I would be a Chicano chichaco
0: <laughs> But you stick with me Well yeah Of course I would Yeah, see, you're, It's cool to be a chichaco When you're with a sourdough You know And see And yeah. yet And yet When it comes to Art And culture And And so many things You know You're gonna school me
1: Right <laughs> But I'm not a sourdough No yeah, well, You know
0: you can't be everything.
1: <laughs> so, how does the sourdough, like, since we talked about it being a living organism, yeah? Where do you get it? How do? You, how is it like? Do you have to. Do you have to. How, how do you keep it? I mean, I don't understand right. if it's living. Yeah, well, can it
0: die? That it can die, and so, in, in, in fact, and yeah. in, in fact, there are stories of sourdoughs that have been passed down for generations because uh-huh. that the, it was started by someone, you know. 20 30 40 50 years ago but it was passed down and so some sourdough starters are decades old if not more
1: so where did you get your now, sourdough from or well
0: from? so what you can do is you can I, I i what you can do is you can um sort of make your own starter with with flour and uh water and you throw in some some baking um uh, if you have some baking soda or, or, you know, if you have some yeast, you throw a little yeast in there, you know, mm-hmm. and you let it sit. Okay. And it starts to activate. Okay. And it starts to smell sour. You know, you might let it, you have to let it set in like, uh, in a kind of a warm area for about 48 hours. Okay. Okay. Now what happens is to keep it living, you have to feed it. Right. It's a, it's a living yeah, organism. Right. So you add a cup of flour and a cup of water. Every few days hmm. right? And to slow the growth If you can You try to put it in a cool area So believe it or not Right now in my refrigerator I have sourdough starter Which I keep That's what I was going to ask you next and That's right Say hey man you know, I can't I got to you know, keep it real yeah. So Yeah So you you keep it in the fridge Yeah it Slows the growth But I have to feed it Like once a week
1: So how long have you had that one?
0: Uh, this one's Fairly new, I think, a couple months. You know,
1: but you could have it years.
0: I could have it years if I was more responsible. Okay. <laughs> if, yeah. if I if I kept my eye on the ball, right? Uh, a bit better, I would maybe have one that was. I could have one. For, you know, I started doing this what in ninety one. You know, I could have
1: one that's thirty years old, but you know, I'm not that. I'm not that. Would good. the taste change over those years, or?
0: That's a good question. I honestly don't know know the answer to that. Mm. Um, it could probably become a bit more sour, but uh, but I you know I think it's generally the same. It's just that that sort of sour um, flavor profile. Wow. You know? um, now the San Francisco sourdough bread I mentioned is kind of it has a unique flavor profile because of the bacteria in that uh, ecosystem. You know that hmm. you can only get there, and in my book you can read about it. Wow. Oh. I wish I read <laughs> well if I, it has pictures I'll check it out I I, I yes I, there are pictures I'll give you an <laughs> autograph copy uh, after the show awesome um but you know you, so you can just you know you could call me
1: sourdough 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 wow yeah I'm coming out man you're coming out big time
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's you know me so I need I need a pseudonym that meant something that was rooted in something that yeah. had some meaning to it, you know. Right. Some integrity.
1: And it's not the when I when I heard sourdough, that's that's not at all where I went with it.
0: Where did you go with it?
1: Um Well, obviously it was bread and food right. thing, but I didn't I didn't I didn't see it as a badge of honor as I do now. Right.
0: Yeah, though no, there's an interesting backstory.
1: That's a very interesting backstory. Yeah.
0: You know. And um When, uh, when you go to, you know, if you go to Alaska and when you read, you know, if you read about the history there or whatever, and you hear about sourdoughs, yeah, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about the OGs of, of the bush, the
1: mountain man. Right. So now this is going to be the not real art podcast, (laughs) man, one and sourdough. That's right. Man one and sourdough, baby. Wow. And you're not going to change it again. You're sourdough. No, this is it. This is it. This is it. I I don't,
0: you know, it, it was hard enough coming up with one. Right. can't change it now.
1: Right. You know. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, it's almost, Man 1 and sourdough is almost like a, it's almost like a TV show. Who knows? Or animated. Uh, it's got legs. Animated series. It's got legs. It's got legs. It could be uh, one of those, um, what is those uh, crazy animation shows?
0: Uh well there's like stop motion, there's uh CG, there's No, I mean like
1: like you know those channels where they have those uh X rated uh animation videos. You, you had me at X rated. Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All I'm saying is the man one and sourdough isn't for prime time viewing. Yeah, right. That's all no, I'm
0: no, no believe me. Yeah, this is definitely after hours shit. It is after hours. I know. And um you know, and it's uh, you know, it's 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 it, it. You know, it feels nice to be part of a fraternity, you know, <laughs> of, of sourdoughs. To know there's a, there's a certain uh, power that comes with independence, right? We yeah. or, you're, or or self reliance, you know. Yeah, and um, to be able to 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 know that um, you know, as long as I have my sourdough, I'm good. I'm good to go. I can eat. Yeah. Hmm. And, um, have you ever seen the movie, uh, Jeremiah Johnson with Robert Redford?
1: No. Okay. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it about sourdough? <laughs> well, uh,
0: the, 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 the there's a sourdough in it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Robert Redford's character, um, If I recall the movie correctly, he was like a former military guy and he had had enough. He was sort of suffering from like some sort of post-traumatic stress disorder kind of thing. But I mean, this was like turn of the century, like early 20th century kind of setting. Right. So Uh, he just. uh, Yeah. Sounds like Rambo.
1: What you just described.
0: Well, yeah, that's (laughs) Vietnam. This is. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, maybe 50 years before that. Right. In terms of, you know. And so he decides that he's got to just go live in the mountains because he's just mm-hmm. had enough of, of, of mankind, you know, he's had enough of, right. of, of the fighting and the bullshit. Right. So, but he's, he's a Chaco. He's a greenhorn he shows up and he like tries to go live in the mountains and he damn near kills himself, you know, <laughs> and he's rescued by this mountain man. Sure. You know, uh, AKA sourdough, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. named Grizz. They called him Grizz. And Grizz was called Grizz because he had killed several grizzly bears in his day. In fact, he had a necklace of grizzly bear teeth. Of course, you know. It's his bare hands? That's right. <clears throat> and so he schools Robert Redford in the ways of the wild, you know. Right. And then, and then they go their separate ways. And what's interesting about the movie is, like, there's basically no dialogue. Yeah. In the movie. There's like no because he's just in the wilderness by himself like oh, all right, the time, yeah, of course, right? Yeah, but it's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie to watch, right? Mm. Well, there's this horrific scene um, later in the movie where he comes across this um, this uh, white family that had been, of course, they were. You know, what's interesting about this, of course, is that the subtext is that you have you know, these pioneering white people mm-hmm. coming and stealing the land from the indigenous people there. Right. So there's this there's this um, um, situation that he comes upon where there was this um, fight between some local indigenous and, you know, this white settler. And they had killed. He had lost, but they had left. um am I going to get this right? Because, oh, you know what? It, it was. It was the, the the wife was like the daughter of one of the the the, the tribesmen or something, right? So she right. was she was her she was called the squaw. That that was her that was her title, right? Mm-hmm. And so and she's left there and she's, you know, freezing and, and so Robert Redford's character comes and, and takes her and saves her and they are together, you know, after that. Um, sidebar <laughs> I'm having a fortieth birthday party for my sister-in-law at my house a couple of years ago. And I'm uh, meeting one of her friends, um, serving a drink uh, to him and start chatting with him. And turns out, of course, being in LA, he worked uh, in the business or whatever. He was an actor or something. And I said, uh, well, you know, did you grow up here? He said, yeah. I said, uh, my mom was actually, actually an actress. And I was like, oh wow, that's cool. I'm like, was she in anything? He's like, yeah, you probably never heard of it. I'm like, well, what is he's like? Well, she like her claim to fame was that she was in this movie with Robert Redford called um Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, I'm like, I'm like, he's like, you've seen it, I'm like, several times. And yeah. he's like, I'm like, what did your mom play? He's like, oh, she was the squaw. I'm like, your mom was the squaw, <laughs> and one of my fa- you know, I mean, it was just like small world only in LA kind of shit, right? Yeah, and so um. So anyway, so the movie ends, so I won't give the ending away because I know you want to watch it. Yeah, this. I can't wait to watch it. Yes. This night. Um, uh, the, at, towards the end of the movie, Robert Redford's character uh, meets up with Grizz again. Yeah. You know. And if you've seen the whole movie, you understand how tumultuous <laughs> this journey has been. You know, he was this idealistic... Chichaco coming into this wild, you know, wilderness setting. He thought life would be beautiful, but of course, it was nothing but danger. And, and I mean, yes, it was set in this gorgeous, right. air, pristine wilderness, but it was he damn near died several times. He had to kill, he had to do all this stuff. And so he sees Grizz at the end of the movie, and Grizz just looks at him and goes, Well, were it worth the Pilgrim? And the question is just so loaded, right you yeah. know what I mean, and the look on R- redford's uh face is um you know like you wonder you yeah know, I don't think it was worth it <laughs> or was it there he you did go. get the woman he did get the you know he did get the the uh the the the, 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 dam- the damsel in distress uh, right so um so any anyway, this is a little the culture of um <laughs> Of my life and why and how I ended up with the pseudonym Sourdough.
1: Wow. Well, now now I know, um, and I'll never think of Sourdough in, in, in a different way <laughs> ever again.
0: Have I? Have I? Uh, have I expanded your consciousness, man?
1: Like Sourdough?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, have, it's
1: it's growing in my head. This knowledge
0: is like a leavener to your to your to your intellect. It's rising.
1: In my own special bacteria.
0: It's, it's doubling in bulk. <laughs> right. That's right.
1: Wow, sourdough. All right, yeah. man. What? One and sourdough. Can can you can you
0: deal with that? Can you live with that? I'm gonna have to.
1: I've, I'm gonna have to. I have no yeah. choice. Yeah, it's just you know, it's real shit. You know? It's it's the real shit. Sourdough and man one. We'll see how that plays.
0: <laughs> well, you know, our listeners will weigh in. I'm sure I'm gonna get a ton of hate mail. Yeah, of course. You know, um, if I'm lucky, you know, maybe someone will say I love sourdough.
1: But I do love sourdough. See. Yeah, and, 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 and I didn't know the San Francisco angle to it. Right. But now that you mention it, that's why I love sourdough in San Francisco. You're yeah. right. It does have a special taste, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And when you get the, the clam chowder in the sourdough bowl. That's right. That's right. That's heaven.
0: Let's just think of me when you have the clam chowder in the sourdough bowl. See, what's great about that, what's great about that, uh, about you know, my name, my pseudonym being sourdough is yeah. that I like sourdough am an acquired taste. You know. It's not true. You know, not everybody likes sourdough, no. not everybody likes me. So
1: That's a good point.
0: You know? Yeah. I think it works. I think it works on multiple levels.
1: Right. Right. And it's a living organism.
0: <laughs> I I try to be a living organism.
1: And if you don't take care of it, it's gonna die.
0: I try not to die. Perfect. There's so many connections, so many, connections. <laughs> so many tie-ins.
1: All right, well, you heard it, everybody. Sourdough in the house.
0: Sourdough, and man
1: one. So, enough about me. What about you? What do you think about me,
0: man one? <laughs> how how the heck are, how how the heck are you, bud? How's life?
1: <clears throat> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just uh, oh, man, There's just so much going on, um, in all aspects of my life talk to me what's going um, on um well you know god let's see where, where, where do i start um now that my kids are adults you know my m- m- you know i have a i have a 20 year old or well, they're going to be 20 this year twin boys wow crazy 18 year old daughter just you know yeah uh starting off college, college off yeah. to college um so it's it's like now what you know now what yeah. and um you know a, a, a lot of it is like uh you know uh for for example my daughter just um spent tonight to yesterday was her first uh night at school right mm-hmm. like she's it's she's not really in school yet mm-hmm. it's kind of she you know she plays soccer so they have this like like a camp, okay. What's well, a camp for, okay. for 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 younger kids, okay. And their and their team, their school team, kind of trains these kids. Got it. So they use it also as like a like a getting to know each other for the team and kind of like you know getting their feet wet, sure. at the new college experience. So um, so yeah, so she's there all week this week is her so this is her first time leaving the house to go to college, even though she's only like. 20 miles away. (laughs) Uh, It's not home. So this morning, she's like texting my wife and just like, you know, homesick.
0: Yeah, stressing.
1: Yeah. Day one. Day one. (laughs) Day one. (laughs) By the way, she left yesterday at 2 p.m. or 1 p.m. So it's less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. And she's homesick. And she wants to come home. And she doesn't know about college anymore.
0: No place like home.
1: And she's freaking out. She doesn't think college is for her. No.
0: We all think that we all thought that at one point.
1: I said it's too late.
0: You're in, you're done. You're going. We already got the loans. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We've already um, re re <laughs> repainted your bedroom yeah. and uh it's now a uh, office. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. So uh so it's crazy, you know, but uh uh so it's a, it's a whole new chapter now in, in, in my life as a parent and um uh, it's it's you know
0: it's growing pains
1: yeah growing pains transitional
0: you know, uh, you know stressors yeah. Yeah. it's big stuff
1: yeah so it's uh it's interesting um watching your kids go through this stuff and 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 trying to give them the right advice and and uh, and all that but I you know everyone's different you know yep. you know so
0: I, I mean when you went off to college I mean it was a similar situation right because I mean yeah. you grew up in Alha- uh, Alhambra yeah. right. You went to school at Loyola Marymount, right? And uh, what is that Playa Vista? What is that? Yeah, it's Probably. like
1: uh, uh, Westchester, Westchester, right, right by the LAX West, airport. LAX, so yeah, twenty miles. Yeah, so miles. it was it, at the time back then. It, you could still drive that in about thirty-five minutes, right?
0: <laughs> right, but you, but but so I'm just trying to draw parallels. So yeah, yeah, went, very so similar for you. So I mean, it was close, but but still wasn't home. It was far away. Yeah, um, it was did,
1: it was close enough to come home every weekend, but far enough that I had to dorm there.
0: Yeah. So what was your first night like? Were you were you raring to go and happy not to be at home, or were you homesick as well?
1: Oh no, I I couldn't wait to to move in. Um, right. You know, also playing soccer um, at school. You know soccer is a fall sport so you start training at at the university level before school even starts so school started well back then school started beginning of september and by mid-august we were already training sure so the school was closed but um so we couldn't we 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 weren't allowed to dorm there you know Mm -hmm. so we would um so for the first two weeks which was like hal week where we'd have uh, two a days, um, I would literally, you know, drive to school at like five a.m. to be there by six, train twice a day, and then drive back home about six p.m. and exhausted, you know. Oh. But there was no other choice because I couldn't stay on campus, so um, so it sucked because you were just totally beat and all that stuff, but. So when the final- so two weeks later the campus finally opens up, at least the dorms open up, and then you move in um for me, that was awesome because now it's like I didn't have to drive an hour each way or whatever, you know, like I could just train, go to my apartment, and crash, you know um so I mean, but I, you know I think it's different when you're a guy, maybe uh.
0: But don't you think it's a generational thing as well to some yeah,
1: extent? To some extent. It's generational. It's uh it, it it's it's a lot of things, but um it's just interesting. It's just interesting seeing like um you know, each one of my kids is different. Right. And they have different uh ways of of uh dealing with certain things. Um and to be honest, I think my daughter's the the most uh I don't know. The most adventurous, I guess I should say. Sure. Yeah. She's pretty fearless. And so to hear from her this morning... Right. <laughs> she's freaking out.
0: Well, the reason I ask about the generational thing yeah. is because I'm hearing this from uh, other friends of mine, you
1: know, with kids
0: that are college age. Right. And um, it seems like, you know, this younger generation um, loves staying closer to home. Yeah, They, they true. sort of loathe leaving leaving... Um, you know, the, the, the home life, Mm -hmm. um, some of them don't even want to get their driver's license. Yeah. You know, that's, that's Um, one of my kids, or they're doing whatever, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, I I, like you couldn't wait to get out of the house.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, I have one kid who has a driver's license. I have one kid who doesn't, or one son, I should say, who doesn't, um, you know, they, I think they they would rather stay at home and and work on stuff that they're interested in than have to you know find their own place and and deal with all the BS that's happening out there. I don't know. I think it's it is a generational thing, but also, you know, it's like what's what's people's dreams nowadays, you know? Like right. what 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 are they looking forward to? And uh, uh, most of the time I don't know. I you know, I tr- I I I think I know, but then I talked to them and I realized I don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. So for example, here's a, here's a funny thing that happened. So my daughter of course needed a laptop. She's going to start college. Right. And well, uh, one of my sons, you know, has his laptop, whatever. Um, Kind of a hand me down that 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 we refurbished, sure. um, but it's a nice Mac he has and all that. Um, my other son doesn't have a computer, doesn't does doesn't need a computer, doesn't want a computer, right? Um, even though he's in college, he's just like ah whatever, I don't need it. He has mm-hmm. a smartphone. He probably yeah, he just he's he everything yeah. on the phone. Right, right. Just, yeah. Okay, so last week, um, you know, my daughter's bugging about her her laptop, so. You know, my wife takes her to go get a laptop. So fourteen hundred dollars later, you know, ouch! She has the MacBook that she wanted. Ouch! Okay, brand new Mac MacBook. Fourteen
0: hundred big ones. Right? Yeah.
1: We come home, whatever. The next day. The next day, um, in the mail, from uh, or not in the mail, but uh, uh, what is it called? Um, Amazon delivery.
0: Amazon, never heard of it. Never heard what of is it. that.
1: So these Amazon's this company sends these boxes to your house.
0: Are they based in South America? Are they Amazon?
1: Based? Amazonians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Amazon shows up, big box. My son's like, "Oh, it's it's my laptop." I'm like, "What? Excuse your laptop? That's what I said." <laughs> what do you mean your laptop? Opens it up. Yeah, he's got a brand new laptop, $125 laptop. From Amazon 125 Yeah No, it's it's a Windows Big, big difference Why couldn't your daughter have done that? Because she's my daughter (laughs) Because the daughter (laughs) needs a $1,400 laptop And the son needs a $125 laptop Well, women are more
0: complicated
1: They are Something You know I don't know know. I don't know (laughs) i have no idea and i bet you my son's gonna use a computer well hey you know what <laughs> a lot more than he yeah, well
0: well but here's the thing right so you got two computers for fifteen twenty-five. so oh, that's right. like under 800 dollars each you, you came out we came out that worked out okay
1: jesus that let's just hope
0: that that windows machine at 125 can stand the test of time and he doesn't turn around next week and go like uh yeah dad i need a
1: mac yeah, he's he, he's gonna destroy it in about a week. Uh, about a week. I give it a week. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. we should wager. Yeah. You know how long how long is it gonna take for him to turn back around and say, you know what, this uh, you know, buy you know, pay for what you get, get for what you pay. This one twenty five laptop sucks.
1: Well, he, well here's a funny thing. He's got a PayPal account, and um, but he doesn't have a checking account. Okay. Sure. So whenever he wants. To buy stuff yeah. on eBay or Amazon or wherever, he's pay through his PayPal. But if he doesn't have money in there, he's gotta somehow get his cash from his wallet and get it into PayPal. Right? So how does he do that?
0: Probably probably works through you on some level.
1: Of course. Yeah. So he gives me the cash and then I throw him the PayPal. Right? Right. So, just so you know, my son, one of my sons is um that you know about that i know about is uh avid um airsoft gun collector you lost me i know so airsofting is basically a bb gun
0: okay yeah i had a bb gun right yeah bb gun okay
1: okay but did you have a bb gun that looks like a real freaking ak-47
0: that i did not have (laughs) i might have dreamt of it but no i did not have that so they have
1: airsoft guns which are technically bb guns Mm. um in in all like replicas of like every single gun out there. that's a
0: really good way of getting yourself freaking killed oh i
1: know and think about a latino kid (sighs) so you know in the backyard it's shooting, like these you
0: know. fucking cops are killing kids with fucking water with water guns yeah. with, with with squirt guns exactly. And he's got a BB gun that looks like an AK.
1: Yeah, Well it's got an orange tip, so it's alright.
0: That's all. Yeah. That well, that's that. Well, you didn't tell me that. You yeah. should have led with that. With the orange <laughs> tip, I'm not worried
1: now. Well, it was funny because when he's the first, you know, uh, when he first started collecting these guns and go shooting with his friends, um, they would go into elementary schools. When they were closed, like on the weekends. Yeah. And play, you know, play war in there.
0: Interesting. And I didn't know they were doing that. Oh, boy.
1: So one day, I realized they were doing that. And I went over there and I go, are you freaking crazy? There's like four of you with guns. Okay, they're airsoft guns. But with guns in a neighborhood. Post-Columbine. You po- yeah, post-everything. Right, right running around shooting each other right yeah. hiding ducking running causing commotion like don't you, like don't you realize someone's going to freaking call the cops on you like yeah. why, why why would they we're just playing so i had to like literally forbid him to do that and and like you know now they have these airsoft um, freaking I'll say a camp, but um, I don't know. They're called the campsites or or areas. I don't know what the hell they're called. Parks, you know?
0: camps. Uh, yeah, it's dude. like a,
1: it's like an air. Like oh, an air oh soft I know park. what
0: you mean. It's like, a, like it, they have um, like fake war games or whatever. Yeah. like
1: like ranges or whatever. Right. It's like, like, yeah. it's yeah, but it's 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 like a dude. I went to one of it's those. It's a things. course. Oh, it's a course. Right. You, but but dude. I don't know what's up with what's going on in this world but um I finally went one day to drop drop him and his friend and his cousins and yeah. his friends off yeah. to one of these places dude there was there was grown ass men there in camouflage pickup trucks and and like freaking almost tank looking vehicles there I mean setting up camp I mean, dude, these 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 grown ass men Fucking my war age, war games, war games, playing war games, playing war games. Yeah, you know, with airsoft guns, you know, and now, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So what? So what's the? Because pe- I mean, you know, I've heard paintball, right? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that in the world of paintball, right. that there are these crazy motherfuckers. that take it to another level, and they've right. got the gear in their leagues. And maybe there's even professional, yeah, there you know, is payouts one. now and stuff. But um, and it sounds like this is a BB gun. So is it is a pellet? It is like a BB.
1: It's a plastic. Oh, it's a plastic BB. BB. Okay. But it freaking hurts, hurts, dude. Sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. This. <laughs> it could
0: still put out an eye.
1: Oh, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a strong ass gun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah. So they're they're out there and they're shooting and I don't know what the I, it's just for fun. There's no. Right. There's no. I don't think it's a professional. I don't know. Maybe there is. Who knows? But um, it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing, and it just uh. You know, but the whole point I was trying to make yes was that usually he's asking me to put money in his PayPal so he can buy a gun, and I don't know about it until it, the freaking six foot thing shows up to the <laughs> front door.
0: What are you doing with an AK?
1: No, he's got this gun. I, I'm not kidding. It looks it looks like from a Star Wars movie. It's probably it's probably like five feet long, and it's it's massive gun, and it's it's just airsoft. But anyways, he collects all these things. So that day that all of a sudden the laptop shows up, I'm like, hey, I was kind of proud of him. <laughs> I was like, you just spent $125 on a computer right?" What and, you, instead of an airsoft gun.
0: What you don't know is that he also bought a 3D printer, and now he's going to start <laughs> printing his own guns. Well, what I know. do
1: know is that the reason he got the laptop is because he wants to play online games shooting his friends online. You know those those yeah. freaking uh
0: Yeah. the the multiplayer uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: games, yeah. That's that's the bottom line. Oh but, man, oh uh, man. So, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Well. You know, get some Kevlar. <laughs> get some Kevlar and uh and prepare Prepare for, for battle. Yeah, well, I think we're going to well, have Well, see, this to. is what I have to look forward to with my kids. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, my kids are five and, and one, and, yeah. um, you know, I guess I have guns in my future. Well,
1: yeah. you know, my son, since he was little, he was dressing up in fatigues, and he always, sure. you know. was
0: You was, couldn't find him anywhere because he was all camoed out. Yeah. You're like, where's Max? <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> like, it's like every Halloween, you know, he was an army or a... Right, right. He's sitting Marine. right in front of
0: you. You can't see him. He's all camoed out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of getting past your parents, right? So that's how he would do it. So, so I always knew, you know. And I don't know where he got it from. I hate guns, you know. Like yeah, I'm yeah so, but like... you know,
0: but I mean, look, look, the gun. And I mean, we're gonna. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. We're gonna have to wrap. it. we'll talk more about this later. I mean, the gun conversation is definitely something to to uh, talk about, and we will. But I mean, g- guns are so ingrained in american culture i don't care where you come from or wh- what the deal is and, right. and boys you know some of our listeners might call me sexist for saying this but you know within our dna you know the male species is meant to to hunt to 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 yeah. kill to you know provide and protect and um, i think yeah. a male's interest in weaponry or fighting or you know aggression you know comes from this very honest primal place oh, yeah, and sure. you know and then you know the guns thing uh well you can think our you can thank our uh, our culture our, our history uh for america to be the, the 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 country of guns in the world right and it just plays itself out so it's kind of like it's so pervasive. It's so uh, so integral to our culture. Like, good fucking luck, you know, trying to avoid it. You know, I mean, right. I, you know, that just just you know what? Don't even bother. Just strap up.
1: So so on the way here, actually, yeah. I'm behind this pickup truck, and he's got. And for those of you who don't know, we're in Los Angeles, California, L.A. <laughs> so we're not. Halloween. So so this is not like like we're in Texas or something. Right. You know, but the shout pickup, out Texas. Yeah, Hook em. so so the the truck in front of me has these stickers, right? Yeah. And one of them says, uh, you know, uh, str- uh, uh, car- proud proud gun carrying uh Trump citi- supporter, c- a proud <laughs> proud gun carrying citizen uh, since 1776 or some shit like that, right? Okay, cool, old motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then then he's got another sticker and it says has a big has a big bullet, like a big black bullet with a face on it, like an angry face. All right. So you got the angry bullet. Yeah, angry, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Have you ever met a happy bullet? Yeah, I never have. So then below that sticker is another sticker and it says, um, Nothing in my truck is worth dying for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's carrying, man. <laughs> He's, he's got it. He's got it under the seat, <laughs> you know. And then his license plate is like Second Amendment. Um, don't tread on me. You right. Know? Right. And right. it's like, really, dude, is your dick that small? <laughs> like, you know, like I have nothing against. You want to carry a gun? You want? I've been shooting. I fucking shot right. stuff before. Right. You know. Right. And I get it. It's fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And in some areas, sure. Yeah. Like you know, you're on the fucking Arctic. Right. It's of course. Protection. You, it's protection. You, you, need, need you need food. Grizzly yeah. bears, yeah. you need food. Okay, I yeah. get it. You know? Um, you want to go to the gun range and shoot? That's cool too. You know? Right. But do you have to display the whole fucking thing on the back of your pickup truck? Like, no. like is that so necessary, you know? Apparently you do. Apparently you do. Apparently. You it, know? You know. And I wanted to piss this guy off too. I just <laughs> wanted to I I wanted to get into some kind of road rage right. incident with him. Just, just I've always wanted I've always I've always <laughs> I've
0: always fantasized about pulling this prank because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a bit of a prankster, bit of a joke jokester, and I've always imagined that I'd pull up. There'd be like some guy walking on the street. Yeah. And I'd pull up, and I'd have a nine millimeter in my hand. I'd be like, <laughs> "Get in the car! Get in the car! Get in the car!" Get him in the car. I put the gun to his face, and I pull the trigger, and it's a squirt gun. Yeah. It's just like squirt, squirt. Oh yeah. And of course, as he realizes. Right. Oh, yeah this and he starts to get pissed off i pull out a real nine millimeter i (laughs) cock it i go get the fuck out of the car get the fuck out of the car (laughs) and then i
1: drive off yeah Yeah, just a prank (laughs) just a prank
0: all right my friend uh we're we're out of time here great catching up
1: all right man well sourdough in the house in the house catch you on the flip side all right late peace